ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Armchair Book and Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is like ridiculously stupid, tired Steve. <laughs> and joining me as my co-host is always delicious Dwaylon Davis. Hey, everybody. Yeah, so he's got the nickname. It's just already cool. I'm still searching. You know? <laughs> and Kyle's been trying to help me out. He's like, hey, yeah. try this. And yeah. we tried and it's like, and I was like, man, he's got some good ideas. But for some reason, they're just not like sticking yeah, uh, that's, yeah. that's sticking there we go i'll be sticky steve, but, sticky but steve. That, yeah but that, just, that sounds bad anyway but. yeah sounds kind of gross uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um but we're this is actually the second episode we're having this week this is the first mm-hmm. time we've had two episodes in one week in a little over a month yeah yeah and you know we're trying to make up for lost time you know not being able to record and you know me working like stupid hours because i was just telling joylin before we start recording uh if i go if i work eight hours tomorrow i'll have worked around 200 hours in three weeks that's crazy that's so crazy yeah you know so um i mean i am glad i have a good boss i mean it's not actually not his fault he's actually worked more hours mm-hmm. you know so i can't say well i'm the only one doing no i mean i'm actually not the only one doing it you know i will say that i mean i do want to throw right. that out there so people don't say oh what was me what was me no and we're all hating it <laughs> so, <laughs> um but anyway and this is this is the first chance we've actually had to do a preview mm-hmm. of a pay-per-view in a while too just because yeah. i mean our, our schedules have just been crazy but we are going to be previewing wwe extreme rules which is scheduled to happen this saturday in yep. philadelphia Yep. Uh, WWE has has made the decision they are they are going to be sticking with the Saturdays for the pay per views. Um, obviously WrestleMania is still set to be two days, but yeah, I mean, and I and I get that, but they need to try to like not schedule it the same weekend as the Final Four. Yeah, yeah. You know that used to work out when they it was like for us anyway because we're big college basketball mm-hmm. fans. <laughs> we would watch. The final four games on Saturday night. Then we watched WrestleMania on Sunday night. Then we watched the national championship game on Monday night. Right. It was a fun-filled weekend for armchair booking. Yep. But now WrestleMania, they, they, and it may have just been because this past one they already had it set, mm-hmm. um, and they just didn't think about the whole two-day thing until it's like you know the final four is like one of the most watched programs every year on TV. Yeah. Yeah. And this one especially because. One of the games was North Carolina and mm-hmm. Duke. Yep. You know, and Shuzhevsky's last game. So, I mean, yeah. we knew uh, that was that was so glorious. It would have made it better if North Carolina would have won the championship game. It should have yeah. won the biggest lead in championship game history. I know, right? We're like, after the first half, I'm like, we got this. Yeah. About and an hour later, I was they like. Thought they, they, thought, they thought they had it, too, and just yeah. quit playing. Yep. And I think I texted you and like, well. <laughs> that <Yep>. sucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but either way, you know what? Second place out of three hundred fifty plus teams. Uh, you know, I can't get too mad at that, right? You know, um, but anyway. So we're going to be discussing extreme rules and the so far all. all There's only six matches scheduled, but I mean, they look like they actually on paper they look like they may be yeah pretty good on paper it looks pretty good. Um and. There was something that Dwayne and I forgot to talk about on Monday. And I don't know if it's just fatigue, us being old. Um, <laughs> probably a little of both. Probably a little of both. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the great Antonio Inoki passed away yep. a few days before we 
we last recorded. Yeah, he was 79, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was, you know. Yeah. Um, and for the younger folks, if you don't know about Antonio Noki's contribution to wrestling, just go look him up. I mean, he, you know, he made um, wrestling, especially in Japan, really yes. what it is. Yes. I mean, he, he had so much influence um, with Japanese wrestling that that actually carried over into American promoters because mm -hmm. if you wanted, you know, I mean, if you wanted to wrestle in Japan, you you went through him or Giant Baba. Yeah, and Anoki he also was part of the Japanese Parliament. I yeah, mean, like a real politician. Yeah, and and he also um, was the one he actually helped arrange the. Um, the event that happened in North Korea, mm -hmm. yep. you know, with, yeah, yep. with WCW. I mean, so, I mean, yeah. that tells you, I mean, the kind of influence he had. Yeah. Um, and apparently he was not a man to be trifled with, you know, if you try to shoot on him, well, Oh yeah. yeah that <laughs> so, did not work out well for anybody who tried that. Yeah. If you want to see just when a, a worked fight turns into mm -hmm. a shoot fight, go find Antonio Noki and the great Antonio. Mm -hmm. That that was the dude, the big fat dude who yeah like yeah. no sell until finally Noki just lost it, just started wailing yeah. on him. <laughs> um, didn't he also wasn't he also the the person who fought Muhammad Ali? Uh huh. Yep. And so I mean, world famous. You know, he's definitely going to be missed. A in a way, a former WWF champion. Yeah, but he. Yeah, they don't recognize it, but he he actually did win the WWF title from Bob Backlund, I believe. Yep. Man, I'd like to see that match. Can you yeah. imagine? I'm sure that was a technical masterpiece yeah. right there. And, but yeah, definitely rest in peace. Yeah, Antonio absolutely. Noki. Prayers to his family. Absolutely. And we just found out about 15 minutes ago that uh, the last season of Tough Enough was in 2015. Well, the winner that Sarah Lee, she passed away. Yeah, she was only thirty. Yeah, have they, have they said like um, they know what happened or they haven't yet? Her family's already put out a GoFundMe to help with her funeral. Mm -hmm. Um, but as she had just posted on Instagram like the day before, well, off to the gym. Finally, I'm over the sinus infection. Yeah, uh, one of her friends um, was on Twitter and said that she had just talked to her like two days ago and. You know, everything, you know, she seemed fine, and then now she's gone. So it's really weird. And she is married to, I had his name pulled up. Um, Her real name, well, her name is Sarah Weston. Mm-hmm. Uh, da, 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 who's her husband? Oh, she beat Mandy Rose. Sorry, in tough. Oh, enough. okay. I okay. actually said before we started recording, Liv Morgan. Then I got thinking, I said, I don't think that was right. Uh, she was married to Corey Weston, also known as Wesley Blake. Okay, okay, gotcha. You know, they had three kids. Um, uh, man, yeah, that's they awful. Got, they got married in December two thousand seventeen, and they had three kids. So wow. it was like bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they haven't announced her cause of death yet. I mean, and it may be like you know that early. Right. Uh, but that is a shame, and I really hope that WWE. Um, that they acknowledge, and I'm pretty sure they will. I mean, because you know, tough enough, no matter what you think of it. I mean, it's still, uh, it brought, yeah, wrestling, you know, to you know, in the spotlight, so yeah. and not and not really in a bad way, I don't think, yeah. But 
yeah, definitely thoughts of prayers to to her family because I mean, especially unexpected and so young. Yeah, and yeah, three absolutely. Kids, yeah, I mean, That's three terrible. kids just lost their mom. I mean, it's, yeah. Uh, so before we get started with our preview of Extreme Rules, I just want to go ahead and give our contact listening info. I managed to do it Monday. See if mm-hmm. I can pull a two peat. Yeah, so if you would like to email us, it's email us at armchairbookingpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash armchairbookingpodcast. You can also find us on Instagram at armchairbookingpodcast. You can find us on Twitter at bookingarmchair. You can find us on TikTok at armchairbooking. You can find us on YouTube. If you're watching it, you already know that, but this is the only video platform that I know of mm-hmm. that we're on. Uh, I don't know of any third parties that manage to. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, but as far as audio platforms go, we are just about any old audio platform you can think of. If we're not there, let one of us know. We will do what we can to get ourselves added because there are third-party platforms that I know I didn't add us, <laughs> but but they yeah pull off of other feeds and not going to complain because it's, no no you know um and in fact on some of those on Apple Podcasts you can go on, go in there give us a five-star rating give us a review let us know how we're doing on Spotify you can also give us a rating they haven't really got they don't really do reviews but you can mm-hmm. give ratings right you know, which is. Uh, good for us because at one point we have been number it was in the 80s i think yeah yeah we were no. pretty high yeah we were we were up there for a little while we were up there for a little bit yeah uh we last time we were in the in the rankings was uh almost a month ago mm-hmm. on the ninth we were like right at like 199 mm-hmm. in the top 200 yeah and i, I can show you that chart also it goes it's weird <laughs> no idea how you get in the rankings I yeah know Downloads got to be part of it, but the ratings themselves are part of it. But the more ratings we get, the more exposure we get. Yep. And, you know, so uh, that only helps us and, you know, it gets us. Yeah. It, it's why this one, one thing is once you start getting that exposure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It just kind of dominoes from there in a good way. Uh, and, you know, where I learned that. Ted. Ted. Yep. Ted to Hillbilly Hill, I mean, because he actually, he, man, he does so much research. And, yeah. and like I said, he really, he is the king of the wrestling podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he always manages to hook us up, and uh, he always shares our show, and, and he always gives even better descriptions of what we got. I'm like, man, I wish I'd have thought of that. But I mean, but, you know, but he's he's listening to it and giving a description. Yeah. You know, so, um, and he's always been accurate, and I really appreciate that. Um, and actually had somebody else, another one wrestling with the truth. So you have the Hill Truth, which is Ted. Then you have wrestling with the truth. They actually shared, and they actually mentioned yeah, after kind of a hiatus because we had some personal stuff going on, which kept us mm-hmm. from recording. They mentioned that and they're like, basically, they're glad to see us back. Cool. You know, cool. so we got some great podcasters out there. Um, I, I also listen to them as well. Uh, they're out of Nova Scotia. And I'd like to do some kind of uh, cross promotion with them mm-hmm. at some point if we can. You know, um, you know, and that's one of the things with my work schedule being well stupid. Uh, we we've talked about <laughs> you know scheduling interviews and then doing the cross promotions, but also I couldn't commit until I knew for right. sure. You know, so but yeah, definitely go listen to the Hill Truth. Go listen to Wrestling with the Truth, I and mean, you will not be disappointed. And if you want to get a hold of Joylin on Twitter, it's Fat underscore Daddy seventy three. And he also has another social media channel, Big and Fat, because he is the fat daddy of the Big and Fat. Mm-hmm. And you can also find my other podcast, The Cubicle Chat, on any audit platform that's out there. Uh, in fact, we just had an episode yesterday where we were discussing cover songs because that was what we were going to do two weeks ago. 
Right, the, right. Yeah, on the 21st of September, which is Earth, Wind, and Fire Day. Yep, yep. And because we were, cover, we're talking about how Taylor Swift covered it really badly. Yeah. Uh, it's like, Taylor, come on. I mean, she's talented. I don't have anything against Taylor Swift. I think she is talented. I mean, I, she's a great songwriter. However, she shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was no. just... That was just bad. and But we discussed that in a lot of other kind of good cover songs and bad cover songs. Next week, we're planning on discussing Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, okay. That'll be cool. You know, so, you know, a little different. I don't know how many podcasts talk about Weird Al, but we decided, yeah. you know what? Let's talk about Weird Al. So, right. Um, so go check that out. And have I forgotten anything? Nope. I believe that is everything. Cool. All right. Then we will get the show on the road. And... I'll be honest. Well, I'm looking at the this match list, and I have been not been able to watch hardly any wrestling at all. Same but, here, <laughs> man. Uh, sometimes life just gets in the way, and I was going to say the same thing. Sometimes <laughs> life just gets in the way. Uh, but we will discuss these matches and do our best to tell you who who we think will win and who we think should win. Sometimes it may be the same. Sometimes it might not be. Yeah. But and we'll go and we're we're on the Wikipedia article talking about the upcoming event and we will go in the probably the match order starting from top to bottom. You think? Yeah, probably. I mean, we don't really know what's going to main event. I would say looks like Lashley's not defending the United States title, so I would say the Raw Women's Championship match would probably main event the pay per view. Um. Is that the um, no? There's there's two championship matches. There's, huh? Yeah, there's yeah, oh, there's the only two, yeah, there's only two championship matches on the card. Um, no intercontinental title, no United States title. Of course, Roman's not booked for the show, so no world title, no tag titles, um, no women's tag titles. So it's just it's just the two women's world titles that are uh, on the line this wow. Saturday. That's a little different. Yeah. Uh, but it's the extreme rules <laughs> thing. And they're actually going with matches. They're Yeah. Yeah. Every, just, let's see. Every match has some type of extreme rule type stipulation. Yeah. They're, they're so, all gimmick, gimmick matches. Yeah. Instead of having like under Vince McMahon, where he would have like one match that would fall under extreme rules and everything else was just a standard wrestling match. And it's like, yeah. What's the point of the pay per view if that's all you're doing? Uh, now the weird, the wild thing is, some of their early um, WrestleManias, mm-hmm. they had almost like enhancement matches on those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the very first WrestleMania match was Tito Santana and the Executioner. Yeah, and which was Buddy Rose under a really yeah with like mask. no build or anything. Just hey, here's your here here's a match. Go ahead. Yeah. And and do you realize how many people were named the executioner back in the day? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, so it's like, which one was? It? Oh, Buddy Rose, really? Okay, yeah. Why don't you just have Tito Santana versus Buddy Rose? That probably would have. Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but so this one has one Extreme Rules match. Mm-hmm. Liv Morgan, very first match is listed on here. Liv Morgan and Ronda Rousey. Um. You know, I'm thinking Ronda Rousey should win mm-hmm. uh, because they've booked Liv Morgan. 
poorly. And so they yes. need to get the title off of her because they. I 100% agree. That's exactly what I was going to say. They need to, they need to pull, they need to get the title off Liv, even if they do it temporarily, kind of build her up better. Because like you said, since she's been champion, she's, they've booked her terribly. Like, yeah. like I've said numerous times, she has escaped with the title. And your babyface champion should not be escaping with the title. They should be winning, you know, they should be solidly defeating their opponents, not barely scraping by. And yep. uh yeah, I think Rhonda Rhonda should win this match just skill alone. I mean, <laughs> she should win it given the you know, the extreme rules and everything. And I I'm gonna pick Ronda Rousey. I think Rhonda should win. That's who I'm going to pick to win the match. I just they think they need to kind of retool Liv a little bit and you know build her back up to where she was before she won the title. And but they can't do that while she's champion. And especially when, okay, her winning the championship. Okay, money in the bank. You know, yeah, she cashed in. Okay, yeah. I mean that's... that was that was awesome but then yeah. after that it's just she's looked extremely ineffective as champion her her very first defense they pulled they what they did with her was a heel thing yes exactly you know it, having her tap where the referee can't see it yeah. while she's pinning ronda yep. you know that is a what you do to a heel not mm -hmm. a babyface right and then the like the very next night or two nights later, mm -hmm. Raw they were chanting, "You tapped out, you tapped out." So the yep. fans automatically were like, "Why would we support her when right your champion should be a winner?" Exactly, your baby face, champion your baby face champion, be yeah, a winner. yeah. Heel champions get a lot more leeway with scraping by with the title because that's what a heel does. They do anything anything they have to to keep the title, but your baby face is supposed to be you know, that symbol of virtue and everything. And right. they're supposed to be, you know, defeating the, you know, the bad guy and all that. And it's like, they just haven't done that with Liv. It makes me kind of wonder what they'll pull out as far as like the extreme rules. You know, somebody, you know, I don't know why they keep misplacing their Rattan Canes, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know who keeps losing them, but they need to, you know, before they leave the arena, they need to check to make sure, hey, you know, what about uh, the Rattan Canes? I think sometimes they've called them the Singapore Canes. Yeah. Um, either way, you know, they keep losing them, and they keep finding them under the rain. Now, <laughs> <laughs> but I can see them bringing that in. But Ronda Rousey, you know, the real Ronda Rousey, not mm -hmm. sports entertainment Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey would probably wipe the mat. With oh, yeah. The you know the real life Ronda Rousey is a killer, yeah. and yeah, she's had to tone that down a lot, of course, for you know mm -hmm. wrestling purposes. But I I just feel like Ronda should win this match. Not saying I'm a huge fan of Ronda Rousey because I'm as far as wrestling goes, I'm not really a huge fan of hers. But I think she needs to win this match. Yeah, because her matches have just been like I don't know why I they always felt uncomfortable to watch because. Mm -hmm. You know, she just wasn't doing things right. Right. I mean, um, but I mean, even though we know she's legitimately tough, but she just had a little bit the first. Oh yeah. First, yeah, her first run, she had trouble adapting to the sports entertainment thing. Yeah. And then, and then when she, she got booed, 
oh yeah, that was that was it. Which they at least they did the smart move and turned her heel when she when she got booed, and you could tell she was having trouble dealing with it. Yep. And now she's actually a heel. I think she's kind of embraced it, even though people. Oh yeah. Now that she's a heel, people are actually cheering for her. Again. Yeah, yeah, people are cheering for her now. But uh, yeah, I just think I think the best choice right now is Ronda winning the the SmackDown Women's Title. Yep, and then having like a strong face chasing mm-hmm. chasing it. Yeah, because that draws people in is the chase. Yeah. You know, you don't want to have, okay, well, they wanted this pay-per-view. Next pay-per-view, they're going to swap it back. The next one, they'll go back. You can't do that. No. And the 50-50 booking just doesn't yeah. work. Nobody's nope. going gonna to watch the NFL. Well, I can't say they're 8-8 eight and eight because now it's like 8-9 and nine because they have 17 games. Yeah. You know, but nobody's going to watch the NFL if you have 8-9, and 9-8 nine, nine and eight teams. Well, just like when they do tie games. Tie games, ending, hate, in a, ending a football uh, game in a tie is one of the dumbest things I've ever – Heard of. It's like, just finish it. <laughs> I mean, college football, the last time they had a tie game in college football was what, 1994? Something, Something like that. Like that. Yeah. I mean, it's because they're like, tie, they hurt, they actually hurt the teams uh-huh. you know, in the, the ratings and rankings and things like that. You know, and yeah, these two teams, they were tough with each other, but yeah. like, well, okay, what do you, what do you do with a tie? Mm-hmm. And the NFL especially has had way too many tie games in the past few years. Yeah. And really yeah, I, I thought when they, they were redoing the overtime rules. All right, cool. But they still didn't eliminate tie games. College will go to like eight overtimes. If they have to, they're going to have a winner. Mm-hmm. Yep. NFL professional football players yeah. should have a winner hey, in the game. Yeah. I but agree. Anyway, <laughs> but <laughs> go off of our NFL soapbox for, <laughs> you know, um, but, I, yeah, I think Ronda, I agree with you, Ronda should win. I think she will win. Uh, next match, speaking of MMA, Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins. Yep, not doing the nickname. Not doing, not it, doing, not it. doing it, not doing it. Nope. It's stupid, refused. not doing it. Uh, fight pit match. I'm guessing they're going to try to have it as almost like a shoot fight. With Yeah, um, kind of like, do you remember SummerSlam 98? Where they had the Lions Den match with uh, it was Ken Shamrock and Owen Hart. Oh, okay. I think I they're going to do something similar to that because of Riddle's background in MMA, and you know they've done everything else with him and Seth Rollins, and it's like I feel like this is like it. This is like there. It's like Rollins and Riddle's Hell in a Cell. This is the end of the feud. My problem is who needs the win more? Because because uh, last pay-per-view, Seth Rollins won when I figured Matt Riddle would be the one to win, but Seth Rollins won. This is more of Matt Riddle's backyard, you could say. This is kind of like his home field advantage. You would think he would win, but I don't know. I mean, if they're going to push Riddle up the card, then Riddle needs to win. Is, Matt Riddle just, from, is he from Philadelphia? Uh, I can't, I'm not sure where he's from. He's from Allentown. Oh, okay. So, I mean, he is from Pennsylvania. Even yeah. though I think, I can't think of where Allentown is, but yeah. um, I mean, Billy Joel sang about it, so it can't be that bad. Yeah. But uh, like I said, if they're going to push Riddle up the card, then it makes sense to have him win. 
But if they're just going to keep him upper mid card where he's at, then just have Rollins win and push Rollins up the card. Yeah. Toward, you know, back towards the main event. Because, I mean, Seth Rollins is one of the, that's one of the best things they've got right now. He's really embraced this character that he's doing. And I feel like he's done, he's doing some of his best work since he's been in WWE. Um, He's even got my brother interested in it. And because my brother called me one day and he's (laughs) like, uh, after the promo with him and Matt Riddle on Raw, he's like, oh, if I can get this Seth Rollins every week, I'm watching every week. He's like, <laughs> I like this Seth Rollins. <laughs> uh, when are we going to get your brother on the show? I don't know because he's he's a busier man than we are. So, <laughs> oh wow, okay. Yeah. Well, he runs. You know, he's the uh, director of the Boys and Girls Club in Hopkinsville. Okay, and, and so he does that. So he's doing all kinds of stuff all the time with with that. And then he has a um, he has his own small business and he makes collectible stuff he has like 3d printers and stuff and he makes right. collectible stuff and he, he does stuff on commission and then he goes to different uh like cons around the area and okay. uh, sets up a booth and sells stuff there so yeah he's always on the go too so i try to he- get with him you know, and okay. he's big enough, he'll just stand in his booth and say, come out of my stuff! You know, all right. <laughs> it's like, okay, <laughs> calm okay, down. Okay, man, calm down, you know. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we need to get him on sometime, though. We'll just have to see if when all three of our schedules can mesh. Yeah. I mean, even if we have to do it like on an off mm-hmm. day, I mean, maybe yeah. like a Saturday or something, you know, as a uh, a special attraction. But, um, but yeah, this Seth Rollins. I mean, yeah, I I definitely like it better than what was it, the, the Monday Night Messiah. I was not a fan of that one. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that one. It uh, it's like they were trying to give him the CM Punk thing, but it wasn't yeah working. Like yeah. CM Punk made that work when he was doing the Straight Age Society stuff, but it's like they were trying to have Rollins kind of lean into that, but it just, plus it didn't help that right at the height of the Monday night Messiah stuff, the pandemic happened. So he's doing all this stuff in an empty, you know, an empty arena. So, you know, that kind of, that kind of killed any, because that type of gimmick needs crowd interaction. Yeah, it does. Which, so I'm glad he's getting to embrace this character. And, uh, He's getting that crowd interaction. I mean, the crowd's loving it. He's technically a heel, but I mean, the whole arena's singing his theme song when he comes out, and you know that that tells you when you're doing something right. When even though you're the bad guy, the fans are into what you're doing. So, yeah, I mean, they'll sing his his theme song. They love that. He gets in the ring, they start booing the crap out of him. Yeah, you know, and that's really, I mean. And that's and he embraces yeah. that because he's just like. But as soon as he starts doing this, the crowd starts humming his theme song again, and then he'll just stop. Like, Haha, no, no, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but well, I'm gonna go with Seth Rollins to win this. I'm actually going to go with Riddle, um, okay. because I think they need Seth Rollins doesn't need a push. He's going to stay at the top. I mean, right, and it's not going to hurt him if he loses. Exactly. So I think they will go with Riddle just because they've been looking to push him anyways, just waiting mm. for that next step. And we didn't even mention Daniel uh, Cor- 
Cormier. How yeah. you pronounce it? Yeah. Yep. He's the special guest referee. Yep. And Which is going to make it's going to make that pretty interesting. So yeah, because isn't Daniel Cormier the same person who almost broke Kurt Angle's arm for real? No, 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 no. That was Daniel Pewter. Damn, Daniel Pewter. Daniel. Okay, Daniel. Okay. Yeah, he was. He, which ties into tough enough. He was a tough enough guy. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Pewter was, and that killed his career by almost breaking Kurt Angle's arm because the next. Yeah. Yeah, the next Royal Rumble. It was. Oh Lord. He was in the rumble and ended up getting just the just, life chopped out of him by hardcore Holly, Chris Benoit, and Eddie Guerrero. They just mauled that kid. And it's yeah. like just because I, I mean I'm glad that type of punishment type stuff has stopped or hopefully has stopped. Cause that was just I mean, okay, did he almost break Kurt Angle's arm? Yes. Yeah. The kid had a legitimate amateur background. In wrestling, he got a little overzealous. I get, I get some type of punishment should have been, should have been meted out, I guess, but not what they did to him at the Rumble. That was just difficult to watch. Well, Benoit was known for being kind of, yes, like that. He was kind of a bully. So, yeah, Benoit was a bully. I mean, he's, he's still one of my favorite technicians ever. But yeah, he's, very much so was a bully behind the scenes. And it's like, yep. there's just no place in that in any kind of sport. Exactly. Uh, but so, you know, we'll figure out what a fight pit match is. I might yep. well say, yeah, hey, we're just going to have an MMA fight with an MMA fighter as a special guest referee. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and I think it'll be a good match. I mean, because I think R- Riddle is... I don't know why they don't advertise Riddle like his actual physical size. Riddle, he's a big dude, and Riddle is good. Like Riddle is really yes. good. They just they've leaned in too much of the bro the stoner gimmick. Yeah, is what they've done. They've leaned too much into that, and it's that has overshadowed, especially when it was him and Randy Orton as a tag team. That that stoner gimmick has. Uh, overshadowed his in-ring skills and the dude is good like yes. i've seen i've seen the dude in other wrestling promotions and th- before he even got to nxt the dude is really good actually i'm going to throw a little bit of a um a swerve in here i think randy orton's going to come back and i think he's going to interfere well i thought that too but there's rumors going around that wwe is really concerned about Randy Orton's back. Um, he's having, from what I've seen, he's having more issues with it Ooh. than the, the initially thought. That's why he's been off for so long is because he's been having problems with his back and they think it may be getting worse. Now, it could be one of those where he makes a run in, turns on Riddle, and then disappears again. But I don't know. That's just what I've been seeing. But I haven't seen any confirmation okay. from like, Meltzer or WrestleZone or anything like that or WWE themselves. So that has to be taken with a grain of salt. But oh, so yeah. So I mean, I'll just throw that as a possibility. Yeah, <laughs> but but I mean, it's always possible. You never yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, next match, which I've been waiting for these two to actually get at it in the ring anyway. McIntyre mm-hmm. and Karen Cross in a strap match. Granted, your first match of a series is not normally a gimmick match. 
No, and but, for, for these two, I don't know if the strap match is the right gimmick because it's like these two have yeah. been just beating the crap out of each other and neither of them have been running away. It's not a matter of, usually that's what the strap match is for is to right. keep your opponent from running. Neither of these guys are running from anybody. Drew McIntyre is not running. Karrion Cross is not running. This should have been like a falls count anywhere, no holds barred type of thing where they're brawling all over the arena and backstage and all that kind of thing because they're tr they're because they're so hell bent on getting getting at each other. Um so we'll see what they do in the strap match. I think it's gonna be pretty physical. I think it's gonna be a pretty brutal yeah. match, especially with the strap involved. Uh I'm picking carrying cross because it's not going to hurt Drew McIntyre to lose this match. Right. Uh, but Karrion Cross needs this win, especially this is this is like his first big main roster match since he's come back to the company. I think he needs the win, so I'm going to go with Karrion Cross. And I'll definitely agree, and the reason why is because, remember, his first time he was in the main roster, mm -hmm. they had him jobbing to Jeff Hardy. Yeah, they had a job with Jeff Hardy in two minutes. Had Jeff Hardy put his feet on the ropes. Yeah, they were trying but, to turn Jeff heel, which I didn't yeah, get that. And it made no sense. And then they watered, they took away, they stripped everything away that made the Carrion Cross character interesting in the first place. I'm glad when Triple H brought him back, he brought all of those elements back. You know, the, the vignettes, Scarlet, you know, the entrance, all of that. It's what, you know, the stuff that he does in the ring, okay. But the um but the stuff outside the ring and the aura that he had really makes that character. I it makes like a monster heel. Yes. And I mean and he's not like a big like a King Kong Bundy type size, but I mean he is I mean he's no, stout. <laughs> but... Watch his like I've watched his work in Impact when he was Killer Cross. Watch his work in NXT. Like the dude's legit, and it's yeah. like just let him be him. Don't water down what I mean. If it if it worked at NXT, it can work on the main roster. Just bring him up and let him keep doing what they're doing. Right, because I mean, right now his character is one like if you saw him walking down the street, you mm -hmm. would cross the street, and then go. You know, even if like your house was right there, you would you would yeah. just move. Oh, you, know, yeah. you wouldn't you go in your own house. And I love his his. Uh, uh, his line where he says, "No, uh, no matter where the time is told, everybody pays the toll." I love that. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like first time I ever heard him say it. I'm like, that's fantastic. That, that's that's that, there it is. Uh, that's it. That's going to my new Facebook quote. Yep, I did. <laughs> so, I put that on Facebook yeah. the first time. I, first time I heard him say it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's Facebook worthy. Yep, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> there we go. So. Uh, and that, yeah, like you said, that's going to be a brutal, brutal match. Oh, I mean, yeah. You know, I don't see like a lot of figure fours and abdominal stretches in that match. No, I see a lot of punches in the mouth. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of people's backs, you know, people's backs getting beat up with the strap, uh, people getting choked out with the strap. It's going to be pretty physical. Oh, and actually, the next match for the women's, um, the Raw Women's Championship, this one actually, I can see it's it's got some. Potential also be kind of physical. Excuse me. Um, bless you. Ugh. Allergies. Yeah, this temperature going up and down has been. Oh yeah. 
messing with my sinuses. It's like, yeah. Um, but this one, Bianca Belair, mm-hmm. Bel- Blair, Bel Air, Blair, Blair, Blair. Blair. She wants back to life. I mean, yeah. Bianca. She- <laughs> but, um, against Bailey. Yep. And uh, and I, you know when I'm sitting there reading this at first, I'm thinking, okay, there's six women in this match, and I got wait, wait a minute, it's just Bianca and Bailey. Yeah, and, and then yeah, Alexa Bliss and Oscar are, are coming out with Bianca to counteract Dakota Dakota Kai and Eo Sky, who are the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. Yep, Damage Control, which I like that name. I do too. Yep, um, I'm I'm going with Bailey. I think Bailey. So am I. And I think Bay. I mean, of course. They're not going to stop the interference, and it's a ladder match. No. They're not going to disqualify. There's every match on here. They might as well say, by the way, all these matches are no disqualification. Yeah, because we're not going to stop any interference or anything. So that's part of the extreme rules gimmick. Is like anything goes. So yeah, they're not going to stop the interference, and I think Dakota Kai and Eo Sky are going to help Bailey win the title. Um, I'm fine with that because it's another case of it's not going to hurt Bianca. No, to win the it, title because it's to, not I gonna, mean to lose to lose the title. It's not going to be a clean win. We know right. that. I mean, just so she can a, still, yeah, and so she'll still be able to chase Bailey, right? And try to get her title back because that way they get a good one-on-one feud, you know, because that's where they were leading with with Bailey coming back, you know, forming Damage Control when she came back at SummerSlam. We all knew that's where this was going was Bailey versus Bianca for the title. So I think Bailey's going to win, which is, would be the, in my opinion, would be a smart choice. Oh, I definitely agree because uh, Bailey, when she had her run as champion, you know, she was a face, but she was the all shucks, you know, kind mm-hmm. of a white meat uh, baby face. She had the Bailey buddies, you know, or the yeah, she the had wacky- the side ponytail and all that yeah. stuff, and yeah, and it just, I mean, I liked it. My daughter actually has a Bailey shirt. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. hugger's gonna hugger's gonna hug. Savannah has one too. I think it says I uh, I'm a hugger. Is what you know what? Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, she's got that. Even though she, uh, Avery never wore it because mm. it was a, a medium, and at the time right. she was like deathly skinny. Yeah. You know, even though she always thought she was fat, and it's like really, you know, it's like <laughs> no, you need to gain some weight. Um, but I mean, but she had to, you know. Um, now I think I mean it'd be fine on her, but she put it on and she was because she was it was just way too big for her. Right. You know now I mean like I said now I mean it it wouldn't be tight on her, but now she'd be fine wearing it. But she now she's like ah, I don't want, really want to wear it anymore. I'm like whatever. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Glad she, I didn't spend good money on that. Yeah. You know that was up in Columbus the same night that my wife bought a list of Jericho. Oh, ah, okay. <laughs> and, okay. And, and then Big Show and Braun Strowman broke the ring. <laughs> but anyway, um, but. Heel Bailey now, I mean, she's like, you want to see her get beat. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah mean, she's, so she's, she's got a, the good, she's got the good heel heat. Exactly. I, I think, and I feel like Ted would agree with us that Ted probably would. She is the type of heel that people are going to pay money to see her get beat up. Yes. That's the mark of a great heel. Um, yes. And she's, she's got that. So I am, I, she's my pick to win this match and win the title. Uh, hopefully they go through with that because I feel like she deserves it. Watch for probably Alexa Bliss to turn heel. 
I think she needs to. I think this goody goody Alexa Bliss has not gone. My echo went off when I said her name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, there it goes. She's, she's talking. <laughs> she said, I don't have an answer for that. No, you don't, because I didn't ask the question. Um, but uh, this this whole goody goody thing, like she had therapy on Raw and came back and the Lily doll and all that. Can we just get the goddess back? Can we get that yes. Alexa Bliss back? Can we get like probably the best female heel in the company at that time, Alexa Bliss back? I did it again. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why we, oh, we forgot. We just had to say Miss Bliss. Yeah, I always forget. And then it's like, uh, I mean, fortunately, my well, you know what? I can't really say it either because it's also on my phone. Yeah. You know, so I had to be very careful about saying that. Um, well, especially when I set it up to where I'll control the music on the yep. the thing in the living room with my phone. Yeah. And if I start saying the name, all of a sudden it pops up here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Alexa Bliss, who was, it was after she did the whole um, Suicide Squad. What's her name? Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. After she's doing the Harley Quinn, it was like the next phase after that. Where I think you and I, I had were agreed, like she's one of the best heels in the company, not just oh, yeah, women heels. She's one of the best heels. Yeah, and you know she had it down pat because she's so tiny, but she's she was vicious mm-hmm. and she was yep. underhanded. I mean, and she could she could pull the chicken heel just like when they had the elimination chamber when she walked out and Nia Jax is waiting for her. So she stepped back in the thing and closed the door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She can do the chicken, the, the chicken heel. Um, but she can also do a dominant heel mm-hmm. and she's just, she just does great, great work. And I, I hope under triple H they get back to that. Yes. Because, because and plus they need more heels on, they need more heels in the women's division too. They don't have, they don't have enough heels. They've got plenty of faces, but not enough heels. Yep. Oh, yeah. And and her finishing move, uh, the Twisted Bliss, love mm-hmm. that move. Yeah. You know, I, I like that move so much. Whenever I would create wrestlers on like 2K, either mm-hmm. 17 or 19, whichever, because I had both, that would actually make that their finishing move. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I'm like, because the first, the first wrestler I ever remember seeing it was actually Too Cold Scorpio. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he was the first one I saw do the, the mm-hmm. the whatever the 540 you know yeah. or the three you know when he would do the complete flip and splash yeah and then i saw him do that one time too and i'm like oh i like that yeah and yeah but i mean she won the world title with it you know she actually yeah. didn't she pinned ronda rousey to win that title yes, she did cashed yep. in her money in the bank and mm-hmm. there you go and yeah i want to see alexa bliss turn heel and i have a feeling that's going to happen here or if she doesn't Oscar will, yeah, because they've actually talked about how Oscar used to ha- be in a team with um, was it Dakota Kai? Uh, no, it was actually it was uh, EO Sky when they okay. were in uh, when they were in Japan when they were in Stardom, they were tag team champions for a while so in Stardom. They so they've mentioned it, mm-hmm. planting the seeds. Yep, you know so. Uh, which I'm actually uh, kind of a side note. I'm very glad WWE now that Vince is uh, no longer going. We don't recognize other companies. Well, those yeah. other companies, you know, were beating you down. Yeah. And 
you know, so now they're actually recognizing the accomplishments, you know, um, that the wrestlers had outside of WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, they did say, Oh, she was in a tag team and she was in a staple yeah. with this. Like, yeah. Okay. You know, so, but see, well, I think one of them is going to turn heel. I'm leaning towards Alexa bliss uh, and not Alexa bliss, not joining Bailey because Just, Alexa, you know, she's so much better on her own. Yeah, she doesn't need to join Damage Control, but just turning on Bianca would be a real shot in the arm for her character. And then you could have Bianca, you know, feuding with Miss Bliss at the same time that she's chasing Bailey for the title. Because Bailey will throw all these obstacles in her way. And so she'll have to deal with Miss Bliss first before she can move on and, you know, go yep. with Bailey. Ba- at, in the interim, Bailey could feud with Oscar over the title. Yeah. You know. Oh, they're, they're, I mean, those would be some good matches right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the, there's plenty of possibilities that they could do that are very interesting. Um, I just think the catalyst needs to be Bailey winning the title. Yep. And holding on to it, and I mean, kind of similar to the way uh, the bloodline is doing it, where you have the champion, yep. and you have the two, yeah, and that's the what, they, yeah, exactly, and that's what they need. They need Bailey to have the world title, and then you've got Dakota Kai and Eel Sky with the tag titles, and there's your dominant, you yeah. know, women's stable, and you've got so many people that could chase them, yep, for those titles. Yep. And I mean, and I think it'll be, I mean, that, that'll be, I'm, I'm ladder matches to me. Yeah. You've had some classic ones, you know, Shawn Michaels, mm-hmm. Razor Ramon. Um, I can't, I don't want to call the ones at WrestleMania um, 2000 and WrestleMania 18 um, or X seven. I'm sorry, 2000 and X seven. I don't really want to call those like classic ladder matches because those were TLC matches. Yeah. You know, and they were, it was, three tag teams going after it yeah a but ladder it, match is always hit or miss it's like yeah because the stipulation it's like because you you've got this inanimate object and you don't know anything can happen with the ladder right. i mean you could get you know a rung could break you know the ladder could bend when you're trying to set it up or whatever i mean i know they have multiples around the ring but ladder matches are just you know they're just hard, you know, they're hard to predict what quality you're going to get. Exactly. And Bianca, like her style, because uh, she, come oh, in, she is so strong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like I said before, you know, she's got that Cesaro strength, mm-hmm. you know, very similar because you're looking, going, okay, they, there's not a whole lot of muscle mass. Man, does she just press Nia Jax above her head? And, yeah. And she could. I don't think she, I mean, I don't know if she ever did or not, but she probably could because. Oh, I'm sure she could. Oh man, but with that, I mean, I, well, Bianca. But then again, she's also very tall. Mm-hmm. You know, and tall people will have an advantage in a ladder match. Yep. Oh, so I think it'd be good. Um, and the next one that, that I have listed, um, Edge and Finn Balor. Of course, Finn Balor's going to have the Judgment Day, which yep. now includes Dominic, Dominic Mysterio. Mysterio. Yep. Um, here's my prediction. Finn Balor needs to win this match. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Judgment Day are kind of on a upward 
trajectory mm-hmm. fan they're actually booking fan like a big deal now like they should have like they should have a long time ago yeah fan needs to win this match there's no need for edge to win this match and i think ray mysterio is going to cost edge this match because on, on I think, purpose or uh honestly i think on purpose not to join the judgment day but i think it's i think dominic's going to interfere somehow and ray's going to come out to stop Edge from hurting okay. Dominic and cost Edge the match. Yeah, now I... how now how that works is I'm not sure because uh it's an I quit match. So I'm not sure. Yeah, that's I don't know how I just have a feeling Ray's going to interfere because that has been the big story since Dominic joined the Judgment Day, was, you know, Ray's been trying to get him out of it, and he's been losing match after match. He Like, the most recent one he lost is him and AJ Styles versus uh, Finn and Damian Priest. They lost. AJ shoved Ray down, told him it was all his fault, and so Ray walked out on AJ, and then the Judgment Day hit the ring and attacked AJ. Because Finn's been trying to get AJ to join the Judgment Day. So I see AJ Styles getting involved, probably trying to get some payback on getting beat down on Raw. But I still think Ray's going to cost Edge this match. I don't know how exactly because it is I quit, but because I don't see them making Finn say I quit, but I don't know how they get it, get Edge to do it either. I'm just going to throw this out there. Ray interferes. They beat him down. Dominic grabs him in some kind of move. And Edge has to say, I quit to save Ray. Save Ray. Uh, Um, I could see that. Yeah. Okay. Um, And, you know, and of course, it'll be Ray Ray Ripley telling Dominic, hey, go put your dad in the camel clutch. Yeah. (laughs) You know, or she's going to whisper and then he's going to go do it. And I can't blame him. She whispers in my ear and be like, "Okay, what do you need? What what, what you got?" Like, yeah, all right. <laughs> you you, uh, you want to make you an apple pie? All right, Your apple pie. Uh, uh, you know, you know, you yeah. want a back rub? Uh, yeah, right here, like, right here. Whatever you need. Yep, uh, my car keys. <laughs> all right, here you go. <laughs> so yeah, here you go. Uh, it's like the people just gonna have to understand. Yeah, it's like <laughs> so, oh, but yeah, I mean that that's our swerve prediction for that one because yep. you yep. know. Because there's got to uh, be some kind of swerve, you know. And nobody is accompanying Edge. No, you know, they haven't announced it. So, um, and they can't really tell the rest of the Judgment Day. You got to go back to the back. I mean, it's a I quit match, which means it's a no disqualification. Uh, but I mean, I think it'll be another one. It's going to be brutal. And these two guys, I mean, they're lightweights enough that they can actually get some good um good flying moves in there as well mm-hmm. and even though finn balor i still don't like his finishing move i never have you know where it's like what's your move i jump on her stomach <laughs> you yeah know, I, yeah never really i've, I've never been that. a fan of the coup de gras yeah it was just i wish he'd come up with something else but that seems to be what he's sticking with so I mean, he's not the first one to use it, and you got a smaller guys who use it. You know, the first mm-hmm. one I remember using it was Build and D. Yeah, um, yeah. 
I don't know. I, I don't know what he called it. I mean, he but, makes it work, and it looks like it hurts, but you can tell that he's not just crushing that person's sternum. Right. I mean, he he makes it look effective. I've just never been a fan of the move. Um. Yeah, I mean it, it's. Yeah, Ray's going to get involved. AJ may get involved. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think AJ, he's not going to join the Judgment Day. I think they're, no. they're AJ, if AJ is going to be in a faction, he's going to be leading the faction. Yeah, exactly. He's not going to be a follower. No. A, yeah. I mean, so if you had him in there, it would be yeah. a power struggle. Yeah. Um. But, and you know what? The last match they have listed, you know, that, I, this looks like a fun match. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, you've got the Brawling Brutes, which Sheamus, Ridge Holland, and Butch, Pete Dunne, which they're <laughs> leaning more toward the Pete Dunne stuff because even his gear is like the stuff he wore when he when he was Pete Dunne. He's talking more on the mic and not just acting like a rabbit pit bull like they had him doing <laughs> when he first got on the main roster. Uh, but they're they're a solid unit. And then... This is the first time I've been interested in Sheamus in forever. Uh, yeah. Since this faction has been going. And then they're going to wrestle Imperium, which I'm glad they put Imperium back together. I always thought it was dumb events to split them up to begin with. Um, but I think that's going to be, I think that's going to be really good. And you're going to get another brutal showing from Sheamus and Gunther. And I'm sitting here looking up something. Wow. Okay, so on one side, you have an Irishman and two Englishmen. On the other side, you have a German, an Austrian, and an Italian. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is like the most European match. That you're <laughs> ever going to get, yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, you've got, like, Ridge Holland and Pete Dunne are turning into a really good tag team. Um. Uh, Vinci and Kaiser are an excellent tag team. They were, um, believe they were NXT UK tag team champions, and I know that they were, I think, two time NXT tag team champions. So, I mean, they have you know experience as a team. Of course, we know Gunther, Walter, whatever you want to call him, is you know a world renowned athlete. Yeah, uh, he's in phenomenal shape. Uh, I think he's bringing some prestige back to the Intercontinental title. Uh, Sheamus. It's been needing that for a while. Yes. And then Sheamus, who is still chasing Gunther because the Intercontinental title is the only title he hasn't held. Ah. Because if he wins, if he wins the Intercontinental, if he wins the Intercontinental Championship, he will be the ultimate Grand Slam because he will have won the Royal Rumble, Money in the Bank, the WWE Championship, the World Heavyweight Championship, tag titles, United States title, and the Intercontinental title. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he held a hardcore title or 24-7 title at some point, too. <laughs> uh, but they're calling it a good old-fashioned Donnybrook match. I don't know yeah. why you still call it a street fight. I mean, that's... that's Because there's, there's Europeans in it. Yep. That's and why. Because that's, it's... Yeah. That's exactly why. It's like... And I kind of appreciate that. It's like, you know, it's, it's like, you know, everybody in this match is European. So give the name of the match a little European flavor. I, so 
and not just, I mean, they're European, but I mean, they're all like strapping, well, not yeah. really young anymore, but, but strapping young lads. I mean, they all look like they're going to walk into a bar and just start throwing beers at people. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, so that's good. I mean, that's a good old fashioned Donnie. Yeah. You yeah. Know what? It, it does fit. And especially being in Philadelphia, when he brought that up, the extreme rules match in the home of extreme championship. Wrestling. Exactly. Yep. And so, a, like we said, a whole pay-per-view of actual matches that lean into the gimmick of the pay-per-view. So yes. Bravo. Yeah. I not, mean, um, I think, it, I think it'll be a pretty good show. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to try to watch it live. I don't know what we have going on Saturday yet, but I will definitely try to get it watched this weekend. If not, I will watch it uh, on Monday, but Side note, I did find out something. There will be War Games matches at Survivor Series this year. Really? Yes. This year's Survivor Series is called War Games. Two Triple rings? H- yeah. Triple H is like, okay, hey, I'm in charge. Triple H I think gets it. I think there's going to be a women's War Game match and a men's War Games match. The only thing I would have changed about the War Games matches back in the day is I would have made them elimination matches, not just not just surrender. Yeah, one one person surrenders. Well, that's your whole that you know everybody's that's your whole done. team. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I think elimination would have been good, but I think back then, as long as those matches were, yeah, I mean they were I, already I think, kind of brutal. <laughs> yeah, well, they were already brutal and they were already long because you know you had to wait. The match didn't even truly start until everybody was in the ring. And then yeah. the match beyond started, and then you still had another thirty minutes of brutality before somebody, you know, gave up. And but I think that's going to be interesting too. It's um, WWE's looking looking up. So yeah, I mean that. that well, I mean Paul Levesque, Triple H, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, Terror Rising. Uh, what else can we call him? Um, Jean Paul uh, Levesque. Jean Paul Levesque, Terror Rising. Hunter Hearst Helmsley, Triple H, uh, King of Kings, The Game, Cerebral Assassin. He's got all the names. He's got and all the names. Yeah. I mean, at one point, he had such a glorious mustache, too. That, that The handlebar, <laughs> no beard mustache, I think, was awesome. Yeah, he had that, uh, <laughs> that, he had that Harley Race thing going yeah. when, uh, when Harley was trying to uh, get somebody to take the money for the bounty on Flair. Yeah. It yep. was that. It no. was that. Look. It was that look that he had. Just take the money. <laughs> yeah, he's just screaming in the camera. It's twenty five thousand dollars. Just take the money. Just take the money. It's like Jesus, Hart. Just give it to me then. Just, I, I, just, I, I, just give right. me the money. I mean, I'm not going to beat up Flair. Just give me the money. Just give so me the money. Down. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but I mean, I just seen this. I mean, it's not one of the the big four, you know. So I don't expect it to have like the big no. type matches, but it's right. going to be good. I think it'll it, on be paper, good. It's going to yeah. be good. Yeah, on paper, it looks good. We'll just have to see because I, I I try not to go into WWE pay per views without with a lot of expectations. That way, I'm pleasantly su- surprised when they surpass my expectations. Right. Um, I'm not expecting you know a five star show, but I think it'll be a good show. I think it'll be, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be entertaining. You know what? Because you set the bar low, you win every time. Exactly. <laughs> at the bar low, you're never disappointed. Say low, low expectations. Oh, oh, I'm so good. Yeah, and, I got this. <laughs> oh yeah, and 
it's going to be Saturday night. I'm going to guess seven o'clock Eastern because that's normally well. They say seven o'clock. That's really the kickoff show. Yeah. And with there being only six matches, I can't see there being a kickoff show match. Yeah, I can't see there being a match on the kickoff show with just six matches. Um, we may get a bonus match thrown in, uh, but I don't know who that would be. I, but... you know, I mean, there's a lot of people not listed. I mean, there's even like. Um, Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode. I mean, they're not listed. Miz is Bo- listed. Bobby Roode is out injured. I'm not exactly ah. sure what the injury is, but he posted on Twitter about going to see uh, the doctor about his rehab or whatever. So I'm not exactly ah, sure okay. what the injury was, but he's out injured. Montez Ford is injured. He was wearing a boot uh, on Raw, so he's got some kind of foot injury. Um, Strowman's not booked. Um, Bobby Lashley's not booked. I don't see them putting those two together just yet, but that would be a good match if they do. And there's always the rumor and the speculation that Bray Wyatt, the whole White Rabbit thing, unfortunately, I haven't been able to... Uh, to... I haven't either. It's like, just bring him back. Yeah. Can you just... Okay, quit with all the... You've done enough vignettes, just bring him back. If you're not going to do it right now, then... Quit stringing us along until you do. I mean, make up your mind when you're going to bring him back because we all know it's him. Yeah. So if it's not him, then I don't know who I don't know who else it would be. I don't know who it could be because he's the he's the biggest rehire that's you know that they yeah. could do right now. Uh, just bring him back as the Bray Wyatt from NXT. And when he first got to the main roster, before they messed with everything, just bring him back as that yeah. creepy backwoods the, the, the preacher. The Cape Fear, the Cape yeah, Fear, one. exactly. Yeah. Bring him back as the Cape, the the creepy backwoods preacher, Cape Fear guy. That worked, and have him mm-hmm. win, Matt. Have him win his feuds. Yes, because all you're doing is having him talk a big game and then lose every match, and that's it. Just ruined his aura. Nobody bought anything that he said because you knew going into the match, oh, well, oh, he's wrestling The Undertaker. He's going to lose. He's wrestling John Cena. He's going to lose. They always made him lose, mm-hmm. so it's like nothing he said mattered. Yep. He lost the world title twice on pay-per-views. Yeah. yeah. You know, one in the the debacle with Randy Orton where they had, like, they kept showing the image yeah. of, like, worms on the ring. It's like, what yeah. are y'all doing? Old, you know? old Kevin Dunn. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he needs to go too. Clown yeah. shoes is out of there. Kevin Dunn needs to go too. Yeah. Oh, but either way, I think it'll be good. Um, Nick and I, the only thing there's no, well, there is a wrestling thing going on this weekend, but it's, it's, a, it's up in, um, in Fairfield, mm-hmm. which I've been to one of their out, outdoor events. In fact, last year it was, I think, it, I think it was in October I went and I, that was when I made the mistake of wearing, uh, shorts and a t shirt. Right, right. When you were freezing, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's a little it's not the drive there, it's the drive back. Right. You know, because it's it's you know, late at night when it ends and um but that's NWF. Love watching NWF shows. Uh so Leighton and maybe Tawana too, we may be going to the Renaissance Festival. Okay, cool. Haven't haven't been there in a few years. So uh try to go see that. But next weekend there's actually the thing going on in Chillicothe, which right now I'm very on the fence on whether I'm going to go or not, mm-hmm. because 
you know, it's a little, it's not free to get in, first of all. And then, you know, if you want to meet somebody, you know, it's, hey, that'd be $20, $20. Oh, that'd be $25. You want a picture and an autograph. Oh, there's, that's, you know, $40. And, um, you know, and th there's going to be some big names there. I mean, um, but I know if I go there, I'd be walking out with probably a couple more belts. <laughs> not that I don't want the belts, but. But your wife's going to kill you if you get yeah, another she one. Would, she would kill me if I get another one, you know. Um, and because I already got the two. Yep. The thank big gold. Very, thank you very much, my friend. Thank you. <laughs> um, but that night, there's also uh, an event in Mount Orb. You know, oh, okay. We have to go to be Mount Orb. And I missed their last one because yeah. we're down in Florida. I mean, of course, we're taking my daughter. And I, mm -hmm. You know, um, we're doing that. You know, so I'll probably just not go to Chillicothe as much as and what I'd like the, to. Yeah. Right. Because, I mean, I mean, Kane's going to be there. Uh, Eric Redbeard, you know, speaking of the Wyatt family, he's going to be there. Oh, okay. Yep. Baby Doll's going to be there. Her ex-husband, Sam Houston, is going to be there. Um, I mean, I could probably send you a list of yeah. you know, all the ones. I mean, uh, and, you know, big names. Um, the last one, I mean, had even more names i mean I, I showed you all the people and my son he had no clue who a lot of them were he's like i don't know who these people are they've got a picture he didn't actually take his picture of kevin sullivan he's like i don't know who that is and then they're all of a sudden he started looking up the names he's like oh my god these people are famous and i said <laughs> yeah i've been telling you that it's I like mean, i rick, tried to tell you yeah and you know ricky steamboat tommy rich right there beside mm -hmm. each other totally blanchard jj Dillon. you know barry Wyndham was there i mean they um that's what actually met buff mm -hmm. in person and he gave me the picture to send to you. He autographed it. Um, and of course, Scott Steiner was there with him. Kevin Nash, I was like, <laughs> uh, Rick Steiner was there. You know, um, Greg Valentine was there. Uh, I mean, uh, Billy Gunn and his two sons were there. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was just so many people there. And I think this one's going to be the same thing. Kurt Angle was at the last one. Um I think it was going to be this or not, but I mean, I actually thought about going to it because I actually want to meet Baby Doll and say, "Remember when I helped you out with your cable a few years ago?" Yeah, I made some emails for you, trying to get you helped out. Yeah, that you know, remember that? Yeah, that was me. But mm -hmm. uh, and like, the, I, I mean, I'd love to try to get somebody on the podcast too. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I know I'd spend way too much money up there too. And then, right. Once again, it's a case of. It's a, I have to drive back, mm -hmm. you know, but I'd also I'd try to be making, I wouldn't want to stay for the wrestling because, um, you know, the wrestling was, was fine last time. Oh, Mr. Hughes is going to be there again. Oh, okay. And, you know, so, but it's getting back, trying to get back make it back in time for, uh, yeah. the Mount Orb event. Yeah. Um, and we might have a birthday party. I'm going to talk to my wife about it. Uh, her cousin's son is having his birthday party that day. Oh, okay. You know, so we've been invited, and so we may be going to that. I'll have to. Uh, in fact, it's her cousin who's actually giving me a, like she's like, "Hey, go apply for this job." Oh, okay. You know, that, cool. that type of deal. Cool. So, so, um, and before we get off, I actually got, um, not a wrestler, but somebody else had passed away. You remember the comedian Judy uh, Tenuta? I, I saw the headline when I got online. Um, right before the show, I saw the the headline. Yeah. yeah, about her passing. Yeah. Yep. I just got it because another podcast, they're not a wrestling podcast, but I didn't meet them at the uh, the Women's Revolution, Revolution Rising event with through the NWF. I actually met the guys who run this, the mixtape podcast. 
they actually oh right yeah they, um they said we had just reached out to try to have her as a guest oh okay uh, which by the way they've gotten some pretty big guests they just had um the former bass player from White Zombie, Sean. Yes, I can't pronounce her last name. I'd have to actually. I haven't listened to the episode yet, but they've had her on. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've had some other. You know, they had Rhonda Shear. Remember from Up All Night? I can't do the voice. Yeah, Up, up All Night. Up, yeah, they had Up All Night. Yeah. Yep, yep. They've had her on their show. So I mean, uh, another you know pretty good podcast. You know, check it out. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not wrestling, but I mean, they have a lot of pop culture and um, things like that. I mean, and this guy, they're actually also based out of Cincinnati, and I'd like. Um, at some point, I'd like to try to talk to yeah. them about something, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, they announced it. But I don't think there's anything else going on. No, and, I don't think so. And I'm hitting that point now where I'm starting to ramble. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh uh, yeah, probably a sign I need to go ahead and and get off and get everything set, you know, to where I can hopefully upload it here pretty soon. At least the audio, the video, mm-hmm. always has to wait till the next morning just because it takes so long to freaking process. Right. Yeah. You know, you hit go and you go and, and you just walk around, you go build a house, but maybe <laughs> halfway done, but yeah, but, uh, hopefully Monday we might just be doing a review. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, but we'll see. I mean, cause you never know what can happen between now Monday and the wrestling world. It's always, always a crapshoot. So, yeah. but until we figure that out, my friend, good night yeah. and God bless. God bless. <laughs>